What is up, Hopper Nation? It's your boys, Seth and Chuck, delivering some sports investment knowledge for the weekend. Chuck, how are you? What's up? Happy Friday, Seth. Oh, happy Friday. It's it is weekend. off work. Ready to get after it this weekend. Hit the course tomorrow. Um, oh, nice. We're supposed to have some massive thunderstorms, though, so that's probably going to slow me down. Oof. And uh, not looking forward to that one. But I am looking forward to getting back in Philly where I can start throwing bets left and right. Because <laughs> out here, I'm, I'm a little restricted, as we talked about in the last podcast. Can't quite throw them all. Hey, we, we were all over it last night, though. Too bad you can't throw we them. Were, we were all over it last night. I, I contacted a buddy, and uh, you know he, he let me get it in there. So I got, a, uh, I got my bet in from last night. Made a little bit of cash there before the weekend. Um, so, yep, we recapped Thursday night real fast. Packers won handedly. I believe it was 34-17. to 17. Yeah, that's the final couple garbage time. It was 31-7, to 7, I think, at, at one point. So, Yeah, those last 10 points cashed the over for the Niners. They scored like three seconds left, oh, cashed the over. Huge. wow. Yeah, but if you didn't hear our last podcast, we talked. Our main points were we had the Packers winning or covering. I think you, you had them on the cover. I just had them out to, to win outright. I ended up throwing on the cover, though, so that, that hit for me. Um, and then we talked about uh, Devontae Adams over receiving yards and a touchdown both happened um the only thing that we were a little off on were the Niners running backs McKinnon and Hasty uh Hasty didn't quite get as many carries as we thought and McKinnon didn't really do much um so that one was kind of a bust but then we finished it off I know I talked a little bit about Rogers over on yards and TDs and he threw for what three or four TDs and over 300 yards so if anybody threw on last night's game you, you did pretty good if you if you listen yeah. to uh to us the locks yeah rogers tore him up i mean he's basically playing the 49ers junior varsity team but i mean and how about it was, like Devont- sh- it was a shell of what they were <laughs> yeah for sure so you could kind of see that one coming but how about Devonte adams though i'm looking right now six touchdowns in the last three games this guy's it, on a tear he, he had 170 yards rece- I, th- I think his over was 80 something yeah he, he, he doubled his over <laughs> he's just on so. a tear right now so that's a guy yeah, absolute beast i like the packers to win that division easily i don't think i mean i'm still mad that they lost the vikings last week and ruined the parlay but it's whatever yeah so i mean that's that about wraps up thursday not not too exciting of a game but if but if you're an aaron Rodgers fan or packers fan or you had some money on it he they got the job you were pleased sorry to all those 49ers if you bet the 49ers like to even (laughs) win that game you were just giving away money you're giving away money Terrible, terrible. Uh, and then tonight we got a nice little BYU Boise State game. Oh, excited about that one, son. Yeah, we talked about that in the last podcast. Um, basically, in case you missed it, we just we're saying the best bet of the game is the over. Uh, both offenses uh, are going to run up the score. Um, we're unsure about what the total um, outcome of the game due to Boise State only playing two games. But I mean, if you want to throw on the on the line, you can. I feel like BYU is going to win the game. Yeah. Um, but I def- definitely like the over there so just a, a recap there moving into uh we're moving into saturday now chuck this is this is your section oh, right man. here man i'm i'm so excited for saturday Seth. tomorrow couldn't come soon enough we got a big slate of college football pac 12 is back and uh we're gonna start off saturday i got my jaeger bomb so without Jager further ado bomb. without further ado it's jaeger bomb time it's time to drop the bomb and uh i'm gonna give you guys a little hint about my jaeger bomb right here so cue audio Hello, you play to win the game. You don't. Pl- 
You know what Herm Edwards does, Seth? He plays to win the game. You know what Arizona State's going to do this week? They're going to win the game. Jaeger. Oh, that is a Jaeger (laughs) bomb right there. Arizona State at USC. Pac-12 start in action. So this game, Seth, is at 9 in the morning Pacific time. They got the noon kickoff. I saw that. I I had to look at the time about three times to make sure I got it right. It said 12 Eastern. I was like, where are they playing this game? And I was like, (laughs) oh, L.A. Perfect. So Arizona State on the road at at USC in the Rose Bowl. Um, USC is coming in ranked 20th, I think. Um, But I like Arizona State. They're getting 10.5 points. Uh, I love that number, by the way. Ten yeah, and a half. So love that. I think they 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 have a chance to win outright, and I'll uh I'll go through some some stats here in a second, but um but that ten and a half is is definitely where I'm going to put my money this week. Um, so Arizona State they got a lot of guys on defense coming back. They're switching to a four three scheme, so they had a new coach in, but they were thirty fifth in total defense last year, and they got a lot of the same guys coming back compared to USC was seventy eighth in defense last year. Um, on offense. They got their their quarterback, Jaden Daniels, is coming back. He had a really good season last year, threw for almost 3,000 yards, 17 touchdowns, only two picks. Big upset against Oregon. 150 quarterback rating. I mean, he, he's a pretty good, pretty good player. He lost some playmakers. Um, Eno Benjamin and Brandon Ayuk both both got drafted, and they were they were big-time players last year. But they got a new, new offensive coordinator who was the former Boise State offensive coordinator. And Boise State... Uh, ranked 19th in total offense last year, so they got some guys coming in. He's you know he's got a year under his belt, sophomore year. Jaden Daniels, I think he's going to have a big game. Um, I see a lot of points in this one for sure on both sides, um, and but I do think the Arizona State defense is a little bit better than the USC defense, and uh, yeah. Chuck. I love that take, man. I love it myself. Arizona State, always a good upset team. Um, they have, like I said, they upset at Oregon last year when yeah. Oregon could have gone to the college football playoff. Um, and I like them in this game as well. USC, I think it's, again, that's, that's what, we, what we talked about last week in the podcast. These these first team, like the, in the, yeah, unless that's, you're that's a big reason I love it. Ohio State, Alabama, Clemson, one of those top-tier teams. Everyone's on the same playing field. I definitely think 10.5 is too high. Even number. if they win by ten, you still win. I love this Jaeger bomb, and I will I will be putting a couple units on it myself. <laughs> and I feel like you just USC is just a just a big letdown team. They always have the talent. They have a good recruiting class. They got a quarterback coming it's a, back. It's, it's it's a name brand, is what yeah. it is. And Clay Helton is just not the guy. I think we've known that for a few years now. If he doesn't have a good season this year, he's probably gone. Um, he brought in a whole new staff, but I mean, so I just feel like there's some first game jitters and. And USC only won by five last year, so bringing yeah. a lot, bringing Arizona, a lot of the same Arizona faces State, back. Arizona State's projected to be second in their division two, uh, yeah. behind USC. So. so I really don't think the projection of the number one team, the number two team, like I don't think they're going to lose by more than ten. That's what I'm saying. Like ten and a half is a great line because even if they lose by ten, yeah. you're still winning. You're getting that hook. So. Yeah, I love that line. I'll be throwing on it. Hey, Jaeger bombs are one and zero, baby. Let's make it two and zero right here. <laughs> Let's love keep it, it going. Love so, it lock it up, Arizona State. And that's the Jaeger bomb. Oh yeah, that's the Jaeger bomb, baby. Jaeger bombs. <laughs> that's that's not all you got for college football, Chuck. You got a lot. This oh week, God, I'm, like I said earlier, I mean, I just I'm loving the slate that we got going. So I got I got a mini bomb. So you ready for this mini bomb? I do like mini bombs. 
You know, it's not a huge spread, so it's not a huge underdog, but I think West Virginia at Texas plus six um, is a good bet. I think you should lock that one up. Um, Texas coming off a big overtime win. I think we, we talked about that a little bit last episode. Um, if it weren't for the five turnovers that Oklahoma State had, they would have lost that game. So I, I'm still not too high on Texas. And uh, West Virginia, if Oklahoma State has the best defense in the Big 12, West Virginia is a close second. So I think they just have a similar squad. And if they if West Virginia holds on to the football and keeps the turnovers limited, I think they got a good chance to win or at least keep it close. Texas plays a lot of close games. So just getting points against Texas is always good. They do. I'm looking at I'm looking at Texas' schedule right now. They beat Texas Tech by seven, lost to TCU by two, Oklahoma eight, Baylor nine, Oklahoma State seven. Like all these games are one position or almost within one position, except for their opening game against UTEP. So I mean <laughs> Yeah. So I mean it would be nice to have like seven and a half points, but but I'll take the six. Maybe it's a field goal, four point game and uh and West Virginia gets that cover, or maybe they just they just go into Texas and win outright. Yeah, I like that. I I can't trust anybody at this point in the Big Twelve. I I mean, yeah. I do. If I trust anybody, yeah. it's Oklahoma. I don't see Oklahoma. Yeah, we talked about that last uh, week. really losing. Yeah, we talked about this last week. But yeah, that middle of the Big Twelve, I don't trust anybody. And I I'm putting Texas in there right now, so yeah. I I don't trust them at all. Yeah, keep it close. We'll see how that one goes. But that's that's my mini bomb. I think I think West Virginia has a good chance to to pull off the upset. I do like a good mini bomb. So. I wish, wish we had a mini bar in here, Chuck. I can, I can start drinking right now on Friday. There you go. I mean, it's, it's Jaeger bomb time. Yeah. All, All right. right. So uh, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw in one of my um, college football picks real fast. In, in between yours, real fast. We got a little Liberty Virginia Tech. Okay. Now, now on paper, you're looking like Liberty. I don't. I don't even know which conference they're in. They're, I think they might be an independent. I don't know. They've played a lot of random games this year. Yeah. And then you have Virginia Tech, a pretty well-known ACC team. Like, you know, they're always pretty pretty decent. Okay. I mean, the past few years they've been okay. Um, and Virginia Tech's given – they're given 14.5 over Liberty. Now, Liberty is ranked 25th. So, on paper, this is a ranked matchup, ranked versus unranked. Um, but I think 14.5 against Liberty is way too high. And I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. So – First of all, both these teams run the ball exclusively. Virginia Tech, fifth in rushing offense. Liberty is seventh. Both of these teams do not really pass the ball. However, the one difference, and I know Liberty's strength of schedule has not been as good as Virginia Tech's, but it hasn't been terrible. The one difference is Liberty is 25th in rushing defense, and Virginia Tech is 84th. Mm. And there's only 105, six, seven teams playing. So they're basically in the bottom 20% of rushing defense. So you're matching the seventh rushing offense against the 84th rushing defense. The other stat that I looked up that I thought was important, especially for running teams, is third down conversion rates. Liberty is 46th, not that impressive, with on 46th in the nation with, on third downs. Um, Virginia Tech is 84th again. So Virginia Tech, they run the ball, but they don't. They do not get a lot of first downs on their third. I think they were like twenty some percent, mm. low thirties on thir- third downs, which is not good. Um, and the other thing is third down conversion defense. Liberty tenth, Virginia Tech fifty eighth. So I'm, this game is going to come down to who runs the ball better, but who can stop the run on those short third downs because both teams are going to run it probably a lot of a lot of possessions. And I just see Liberty stopping them enough times 
We're slowing the game down. I mean, I do think there's going to be a lot of points, but I don't think Virginia Tech's going to be able to separate themselves by two full t- more than two full touchdowns. I do think Virginia Tech could win. I do also think that Liberty could pull an upset. So if you want to sprinkle a little Liberty money line, Ooh. I mean, I would, I, I'd be for it. It's a little aggressive one. bet. It's a little aggressive bet, yes. But I really don't think Virginia Tech is going to be able to pull away from Liberty like Vegas does. I, I, I have them losing by 10 or a touchdown. Yeah. So I think if I were to have a, a Jaeger bomb myself on college football, that Drop would be Liberty. It. I love love Liberty versus Virginia Tech. Yeah, I'm I'm a little torn on that one. I, I liked it when I first saw it, um, but as I thought about it, I don't know. You you bring up some good stats. Again, I don't think Liberty's really played too tough of competition. And dude, I always look at like when teams get into the top twenty five, like barely, they always seem to lose the next week. Like they just get distracted, I, they get hyped up. I also agree. But you know, that I'm, just seems I'm going like a thing. Off of my, I'm going off of my boys, uh, Coastal Carolina here because that happened to Coastal, and I was like, yeah, they're gonna lose it. Yep. And they didn't and lose. And they didn't. And I'm That's I'm true. looking at Liberty right now, and they they really you know haven't played anybody at all, with the exception of like a main te- a major team, with the exception of Syracuse. Mm. Oh yeah, I remember. But they, they beat Syracuse by seventeen. Now Syracuse is not good. I'm yeah. not making that argument. But the fact that they beat an ACC team at Syracuse by 17. Yeah, they're going to go in confident for sure. They're going to go in confident. They're going to know they have a chance to win this game. I think the fact that they're ranked honestly gives them a sense of like, wow, we're finally being recognized. We win this game. We're going to get some national recognition. I think they're going to come in this game with some fire. They might, probably will not win, but I don't see them being blown out by 14 points, more than 14 points. Yeah, I, I agree. I think I – think- Liberty to cover is, is probably the bet there. Yeah, because the other thing is Virginia Tech doesn't throw the ball. So even if they get up by one touch, like, you know, one touchdown, they're not going to be able to, you know, run it up on them or anything, yeah. I don't think. So we'll that's, that that's my perspective on that game. Um, and I'll, I will also, I'll be throwing on that game. Um, so that's, that's, that's what I'm looking at here. All right. Well, so speaking of the ACC, I know I, I definitely hinted about a little bit about this last episode, but my bet of the week is my Tigers. Clemson minus five and a half. I think I saw the number might have even gone down today to, to four at one point. four and a half. Yeah, that's, which is just crazy to me. I could go on and on about it. Um, Notre Dame's defense is, is great, but they haven't really played anybody. Um, they never play anybody. They, yeah, just, well, they just beat up on bad teams. And I guess you could say the same thing for Clemson this year because we're we're playing pretty much the same competition. Uh, but Clemson coming off a embarrassing almost loss is pretty much unbeatable. We you could look back at the stats. Um, we've had we've had close ACC games in the past where you're like, oh Clemson, what what's going on there? And then we come back and we smoke whoever we played in the next week. So so I like a classic bounce back week opportunity for Dabo to to gather the troops and get it going. Um, and again, I'm, I'm a big DJ guy. I don't think he's, I don't think he's worth the deduction that Vegas gave in this line as much as they did. And then, you know, the, the real way to beat us is over the top. I think you saw that against with Boston college last week. They, they threw some, some deep balls. Um, and Ian book can't really do that. And they don't, he doesn't really have many weapons to do that. So I think Clemson hangs steady. I think it's a low-scoring game, but I think we we were able to cover the the five points there. So 
Yeah, you know, I initially didn't agree with you um, earlier in the week. I kind of like Notre Dame to, to cover it, or I didn't. I at least didn't think it would be an easy win. But, you know, the more I'm thinking about it, the more I look at, like, the games that Notre Dame's played. I mean, they beat Duke by 14. They beat Louisville by 5. Yeah. They didn't cover Georgia Tech last week. And I just – I know their offense, whenever they play good teams, just shuts down. Yeah. I mean, they, they can't they, seem to win the big game. They're incapable of scoring points. So, yeah, the, I don't like Notre Dame to win truly because I don't think that they – our boy DJ Ukulele can get going. I don't like them to put up enough points to score, keep up with Clemson. Yeah. I almost like the under in this game, honestly, because I, I think Clemson will put up maybe 30 max. Yeah. Well, you know what and I was I thinking? Don't, I don't see Notre Dame putting up 20. I think for this one, I really like the under in the first half specifically. I don't know what, what yes. that line's looking at, but I think slow starts for both teams kind of just feeling each other out. We're getting DJ a lot of short passes to get him comfortable um, on the road at Notre Dame in a big game. So I could see the, the over in the first half, or the under in the first half for sure. Yeah, I agree. And I think even then in the second half, I think Notre oh, Dame's yeah. going to be trailing. And Ian Book's going to make some poor decisions. I think he's going to th- end up throwing one, definitely one pick, maybe two. Yeah. And I, so, I mean, yeah. part of me, part of me, this is this is a hot take, but I, part of me doesn't even see Notre Dame putting up ten points. Mm. Because I know, I know, Boston College put a lot of points yesterday or last week, but Clemson's defense, in their mind, they're like, all right, our star quarterback's out. Yes, DJ is good, but in their mind, they're like, we have to win this game. Yeah. So I think they're going to step up to play today. Maybe not ten, but definitely not. I do not see Notre Dame getting over twenty. I don't see Clemson scoring over thirty. So I mean, I I really like the under in this yeah, game. Yeah, me too. I was definitely thinking so, in the range of like twenty-seven, seventeen final. I think we'll win by a touchdown. Yeah, or a double I, I like something like that. Even yeah. if it's twenty-seven, twenty, even if it's a one-score game, I still think it's under. Um, without a doubt. So yeah, so that's, we got we got Clemson there on the on the spread, and we got the under. What else, what else we got on, on Saturday? Well, you know what I got up next, and I know you're probably going to want to talk about this a little bit more than I am, but the Bearcat bandwagon. Oh, get on. You know, I just <laughs> put him on my back. Hop on the bandwagon. On We're going with him to school. We're opening the book bag, baby. Here we go. Bearcat bandwagon. Love it. Cincinnati versus Houston. First stat I'm going to throw out there. Houston is tied for last in turnover margin. <laughs> they don't force turnovers and they turn the ball over. Wow. Since he is even, since he is even, so it's, they're not like great, but they're not bad. They're just average. Yeah. But Houston is tied for last. So that's the first step that set out my mind. Because when I first saw this, I first saw the line, the line's 13 and a half for Cincinnati. I was like, it's a little steep. Since he's coming off two, you know, convincing wins. I'm like, maybe they won't show up this game because, you know, I'm, Take a step back I'm a on bit. the bandwagon, yeah. but I don't want to be biased. So I went into the stats and I looked. Another thing, Houston, 78th in total defense. Again, bottom of the barrel just defense. An, yeah, team. just another bad team. It's, it's, so then I kept looking. And I was like, maybe maybe they're a little better on you know rush defense. Houston, 66th in rush defense, which is actually worse than Memphis was. Wow. Memphis is, I think, 58th now or something. Houston, 66th. Houston, 22nd in pass offense, which is below... SMU and Memphis. So they're uh, they're just the third tier SMU and Memphis. Yeah, they're worse. <laughs> yeah, and we saw worse. What, we saw what Cincinnati did to those teams. Exactly, Cincinnati tied for eighth in passes intercepted. Intercepted. 
Houston has had four games and four picks. So as we talked about, I think that turnovers for Houston are going to be a problem. Then the last thing is, well, second to last thing, Cincinnati only allowing 209 yards through the air, which is 35th in the nation, which really should be higher because a lot of teams like just started playing. And like, you know, like Boise State, who played Utah State and Air Force, who don't throw the ball, is like second. Yeah. So like they, they should really be in the top 30 uh, minimally. And lastly, Houston played UCF last week, and they lost by 13. Now, UCF, very good offense. They have like, you know, they score the most most yards, or they score the most points in the league. But the thing I was looking at is they lost, they only scored 21 points. UCF's defense is terrible. They yeah. can't stop anything. And you're going to go from scoring 21 points against UCF defense that has holes everywhere in the secondary and the linebackers, just not good, to a Cincinnati defense who's been locked down and has only given up by less than 25 points in the last two games. I just don't see Houston scoring. I see Cincinnati putting up about 28, 35, you know, nothing nothing crazy. And I see Houston scoring about 13 points. Yeah, 35, 13. And I have them, I have them winning by two touchdowns, minimum two touchdowns. So I, I love the 13 and a half. Yeah. I like that too. Um, like I, like I kind of said a little bit ago, I, I, I could see Cincinnati taking a bit of a step back just because there's a lot of hype now, spe- specifically from Hop the Props. Yes, um, dude. We are gassing them. I followed, I Hop the Props Instagram, followed them on uh, followed them today. Bearcat probably saw it. They probably listened to the podcast already. Let's go. They're feeling good about themselves. Um, so, but no, I, I, I agree. This could, this is it is kind of a risky this is one of my riskier picks um but i just think i think that their mindset right now is they have to win every game convincingly oh, they definitely like do. if you're if you're in the big 12 or the sec and you you have one of these games you're like all right you know we just have to win it right because it's like we're in the sec we play enough good teams but they're the american so they have to they have to win these games by a sizable amount and that's why i think like they didn't stop playing against smu and memphis like they just kept pounding and scoring points so I think that's what's going to happen in this game, too. I think, in the, especially in the fourth quarter, I wouldn't be surprised if Cincinnati's only up by seven in the fourth quarter, and then they get, score 14 unanswered and win by 21. Mm. Because either Houston throws an interception in their own territory, or Cincinnati just keeps running and Houston gets tired. So I think I think for the first half of this game, it could be close, but I think in the fourth quarter, exclusively, it's going to open up. Yeah, I like that. I'm definitely I'm definitely gonna throw on the Bearcats because Bearcat bandwagon, but but I might I might be a little bit until they prove us wrong. Yeah. I'm on I'm on the bandwagon. <laughs> I don't think I'm not gonna throw that in a parlay. I think I'm just gonna have it separate. Yeah. Um, just in case. But yeah, I, I still love the bet. And for anybody in there, throw throw the Bearcats on the money line if you have like a big parlay going because they're not gonna lose that game. Yeah, that's and what that's I'm just need a little boost. It's it's in Cincinnati too. If it was at Houston, it'd be like okay, maybe, but no. Yeah, that's 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 what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna play a little safe. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw that money line in the parlay, probably with Clemson. Yeah, I like I like that too. I mean, it depends. Yeah, it depends. If you're going straight up, take them, take uh, take the points. If you're putting in a parlay, go money line. Um, some other money lines I like this week. I know you talked about this a little, and I almost called you crazy, but A and M. On the road at South Carolina, I got them money line. I'm not going to lay the points, but um, you talked about this a couple weeks ago. Remember when, when South Carolina played LSU and you liked South Carolina? 
I did. Crazy I did. take. And, and then, then that didn't work. Well, and that then we work. thought that LSU was legit because of how bad they beat South Carolina, and then they got killed by yeah, Auburn. They got absolutely murdered. So I think that says a lot about the South Carolina defense, and I got A&M just easily winning. I'm, I'm not willing to lay the 10.5 just because, you know, it's it's on the road. It's at night. You know, I could I could see A and M just taking a little step back, just like Cincinnati. Kind of a lot of hype coming in right now, but but I definitely think they're not. I don't think they're going to lose against that defense. Yeah, I I agree. You know, I, I was kind of, I was looking at it initially. I'm like, oh, this could be an upset game, but um, I think South Carolina got their upset already. I don't think they're going to beat an A and M team just because their defense is so just yeah bad. Um, so. I mean, I, I definitely like A and M money line there. Um, I mean, they could they could easily cover, you know, the ten. They yeah, could be just I think they could. Game, I could just see it be a, being a sneaky close game, but I think they they end up pulling it out by by at least a touchdown. Yeah, I just I don't want to flirt with that. Any of the SEC teams, like I was I was looking at um, this is a garbage game, and I'm I'm not recommending anybody to bet on it because it's garbage. But Vanderbilt Mississippi State, and yeah, I was like, don't bet that game. And I was looking at him like Mississippi State by nineteen, and I was just looking at Mississippi State's like scoring, and it's like, have they scored nineteen points? They haven't scored nineteen points since week one. Oh my god! <laughs> and like part of me was like, I kind of want to bet Vanderbilt, but yeah. then I'm like, no, but that's you're not a... going to throw money on Vanderbilt. Yeah, that's a terrible and I just, idea. I, I turned off my computer and I went to the gym. So like, <laughs> you got to get out of your mind, get away. That's a terrible idea. Yeah. So, but yeah, it's yeah the middle of the middle of the bottom of the SEC, with the exception of Kentucky. I do like Kentucky, not necessarily this week. And the Razorbacks. Uh, yeah, and the Razorbacks, but that's it. That that is it. Um, so I think we talked about this one, um, offline a little bit as well. I, I like UNC a lot this week. Um, at least money line. I I know last episode I said I was done with UNC. I keep betting them and they keep letting me down. We were on the but, we were on the UNC train. A come little on, bit. I mean, at Duke, Duke is just just Duke one of the worst teams good. in the, the ACC this year. I, I think was UNC this has too. a I think, big bounce back week. I think North Carolina responds really well uh, because they lost when they lost to Florida State. Yeah, they came out of the box and played NC State right afterwards, right? Yep, and they, and they, they blew them out, blew them out of the water. So I think I think they're gonna have a little chip on their shoulder. They're gonna be a little angry after last game because they lost a game that they shouldn't have. Um, and I almost, I almost see this game as a complete blowout, like over twenty points. Like I don't think this game will be close. Um, okay. So that's I was gonna talk to you about this too. I, I like them. I like the points there you too. Like the points. Okay. I like the points in that yeah. game. I don't think that game's gonna be even close. Duke has been terrible. I don't see them playing with any sort of like fire at all. And I think UNC is just gonna come in and annihilate them. Okay. Yeah. No, I like that. I've just UNC's got me got me stressed and I'm a little scared to even bet them honestly, but I agree. Yeah, that, I mean that that is fair for anybody who bet them last week. We are <laughs> terribly I, sorry. That was my that was my bet of the week, so I feel pretty <laughs> bad about that one. Um, so a little bit on the riskier side. So if you know Clemson Notre Dame, that's a big game, right? That that might be the game of the year. Would you say? So far. Um. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, I would say so. for yeah. Clemson, that's their that's their best game. Yeah. Well, I, I'm just thinking overall, just matchup wise. You know, I, I know we had Bama Georgia. I guess that might have been better. But yeah, but I don't know. Well, I think I year. think with so Trevor far. Lawrence not playing, it makes it the game of the year because yeah. I think it'll be closer yeah, than closer if we were playing. Be. That's true. Yeah. Well, so if those are the top two games of the year, 
we haven't even talked about this one yet. Florida Georgia's this week. Dude, I saw that game, and that's that's one of those games where I don't want to bet on it, but I want to watch it. Well, yeah, uh, and because I want to watch it so bad, because I know it's such a good game, I want to bet it, and I couldn't decide which side I was on. Um, but I got I got an inside source, I got an unnamed source that is all in on the Georgia Bulldogs this week, so I'm rolling really? with them on the money line. Um, this source helped inspire the Jaeger Bomb segment, so it's it's well trusted. You can lock this one in. Georgia's going to win. Okay. How do you feel about why, that? Why is that? <laughs> All right. Well, so I was I liked Florida for for a little bit because I love Kyle Trask. I think I've talked about this before. I'm a big Kyle Trask fan. I'm a I'm a Bears fan in the NFL. I would I would not be mad if you know with like the 20th pick in the draft if we took Kyle Trask next year. Um. And I don't love Stetson Bennett, but I think this defense is really good, like really, really good. And I think they'll they'll slow down Kyle Trask enough. And then, you know, in, in the past, the, the dogs have been dominating this game. I know Florida is a little bit better this year than they have been recently. But uh, Georgia's, you know, I saw like the last three years they've, they've been winning by like an average of like 14 points. Um, so they've been rolling the series. I think they're going to keep rolling. Um, and shut down Kyle Trask and, and Florida, who's who had kind of a weird year with the with the COVID delays. I just don't think they're as warmed up as Georgia is. Yeah, I'm I'm looking at Georgia's last five games, and they've kept they kept Kentucky to three, Alabama. I mean, granted, Alabama twenty one, Tennessee to twenty one, Auburn to six, Arkansas to ten. No, this defense is best in the nation. I would say. Yeah. Meanwhile, Florida gave up twenty eight to Virginia, thirty five to Ole Miss, twenty four to South Carolina, forty one to A and M. And fifteen to Mizzou, so I mean, if you're if you're playing this game on defense, if you're a defensive guy, then yeah, I, I like the Bulldogs here as well. Um, I'm just I'm 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 looking at it, and the only offense that I think Georgia has played that is good is Alabama, and they gave up forty one. And I'm not saying that Florida's offense is that good, but I think it is the best offense they have played other than Alabama. So I'm interested to see how many points. They give up there, so that's that's the only reason why I'm I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna step out of this one. Um, but if you're rolling with the dogs, I'm not gonna not gonna talk you out of it. But um, yeah, if you're a, if you if you if whoever's listening, if you like defense and you support defense, bet on the Bulldogs. If you're an offensive guy, I'd sit this one out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Stetson Bennett definitely hasn't looked good. Um, I don't know. I think this will this will be a close game. That's why I'm not going to lay the points. I'm going to go dogs money line, but I just think on paper they're the better team, position by position. Yeah. If you just break it down, so, yeah, dogs money line is only uh, minus one fifty five. So yeah. you're really not Great losing value. that much. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I think if you're going to bet on the dogs, dogs are two and three against the spread too. So if you're betting the dogs, definitely go money line. Also, little little backtrack here. The line for Virginia Tech and Liberty has gone up to 16 and a half. So this oh, is a must. Oh, getting some extra points. There you go. That, that's score. awesome. We're getting extra points. We are getting extra points. Yeah, you I just have to throw that in there. I just, I just saw it pop up on my phone. Awesome. Looking even better. Um, yeah. Couple, couple other ones that I, you know, I kind of like. I'm not loving them, but I'll probably, you know, make a big parlay and throw, throw just a little bit of cash to get some great odds on. Uh, the Razorbacks. They did me right last week, obviously, so I'm going to keep rolling with them. They're they're at home this week and getting points. Now, granted, it's only one and a half, but um, I think as a as a home underdog, I'm going to take them against Tennessee, a Tennessee team that I can't really figure out this year. 
Um, Jared Ganatano has not been very good at all. So I'm just going to roll. I've never with... been able to figure out Tennessee. Yeah. And, is, and I mean, they're supposed so to be good. Yeah. And they I'm... lost three in a row. They lost to Georgia by 23. They lost to Kentucky by 27. Yep. 34 to 7. And they lost to Bama 48 to 17. I think the wheels are coming off. And I think Arkansas is playing with a lot more momentum. I, I love this as well. I think, I think Arkansas, want to know, half point dog. Take him to win. Take him the points. Take him to win. Yeah. Um, and I is going with the better quarterback there. You know, I, I know we talked a lot about Felipe Franks last year, last week. Felipe, our boy. He's having a great year. He's playing really well. So I'm going to roll with that one. And uh, last but not least. So, all right. Noon slot last week. There was an interesting matchup in the Big 12. West, uh, West Virginia on the road at Kansas State. West Virginia was unranked. Kansas State was ranked and at home, and West Virginia was a three-and-a-half-point favorite. I see a similar game in the Big Ten this week. Michigan is on the road at a higher-ranked team in Indiana and is a three-and-a-half-point favorite. So what did Virgi- West Virginia do last week? 37-10 to win and cover. Easy cover. So I'm just seeing that I just think Vegas knows like they're giving the road team the favorite, even though they're a lower ranked team. I just think Vegas has some insider info and I'm just going to roll with Vegas and take Michigan um, to, to cover the three and a half. What do you think about that? This, this could be a reverse psychology that Vegas is doing. They could be playing <laughs> you like a fiddle. Maybe so. Maybe so. And that is the reason why I am not touching this game because this game for me is very confusing because I still don't even know if Michigan's good because yep. they beat Minnesota, who I thought I'm like okay now they're you know they're legit. Then they lose to Michigan State and Minnesota loses to Maryland. So I'm like, well Minnesota sucks. So yeah. that that game that, that we can agree it. on for sure. <laughs> yeah, Minnesota's terrible. Their I mean, defense is bad. You know, they, I dude, I looked at their game. Oh, I'll get to that later, but. Um, and then, yes, and then they get beat by Michigan State. And I'm, I can't figure out Michigan right now. It's too early. Indiana, I, I mean, they beat Penn State on a lucky, you know, controversial yeah. play. Um, and then they beat Rutgers, who's Rutgers, who beat right. Michigan State. So I, I, at this point, I can't figure out either of those teams. And I could see this game being one, going one of two ways. It's either going to be a Michigan blowout, like you were suggesting, like with the Kansas State That's what uh, I think. game. Or I think it's going to be a close game that Indiana wins. I think if this game is a single-score game, Indiana wins this game. But yeah. if it's any more than that, it's going to be a blowout in favor of Michigan. So because I'm unsure on that, I'm not going to touch it. And I, I don't want to I don't want to, you know, go to bed on Saturday knowing that Vegas played me like a fiddle. I feel pretty bad. <laughs> There's some chance there. Vegas, Vegas has played me like a fiddle too many times. Even when I was in Vegas, out of Vegas, everywhere. They're, just, they're all over. They're in my dreams. Can't get them out. It's like a nightmare. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I think Indiana is a little bit overrated at, at 13. I, I would agree. I do think so. A nice bounce back spot for Michigan, maybe. We'll, but we'll see. But, man, I think that wraps up. What a, what a slate of college football. I'm, I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited. I'll be throwing bets left and right. Yeah, hopefully, good, hopefully they cash out. Hopefully people that are listening. Hopefully people that are listening throw some good ones that, that we said. Um, we're feeling good this week. We're feeling good. We did pretty good last week, I thought. You know? Yeah. With our... Our big bet being, or my big bet being Cincinnati and Coastal, and I, I'm I'm keeping with Cincinnati and a, a mid-major team, as in Liberty. So <laughs> I mean, you trend. know, keeping it consistent. You, you can't go wrong with consistency. <laughs> All right, let's get into Sunday. Sunday, this is this is this Bring is my time to shine. <laughs> I'm excited. 
You know what we're going to do first? We're going to open the vaults. We're going to give the vault picks first. The absolute locks. All right, Seth, you ready to... All right, show me the money, Seth. Let's hear it. The money lies in two games this week for me. The money lies in two games. And the first one, I normally don't touch this team because they're just so unpredictable. But it's Pittsburgh against Dallas. Dallas is 0-8 against the spread. Keep it going. Yeah. They're terrible. You didn't like me picking against them last week, and I did, and it seemed to work out. They're not going to cover. Who's their quarterback? Cooper Rush? Cooper Rush is starting this week, so. No, not against (laughs) Pittsburgh's defense. No, absolutely not. There's no chance they put up more than 10 points. I would be shocked if they did anything other than that. Pittsburgh is putting up at least 28 on a garbage defense. This this game, I mean, in my parlay, I had it at minus 9.5, but the more I talk about it, I'm like, I almost want to bump them up to minus 20. Like, this <laughs> game is not going to be close. It is going to be a blowout. It's going to be like 30 to 9. Honestly, I, I you can keep it at minus 14. You can go to minus 10, 10.5. It doesn't matter. It will be a blowout, not even close. Lock that in. That's in the ball. That might be the safest play all week. How about Cooper Rush coming off the practice squad to go against TJ Watt in the Steelers defense Dude, right now? It's just, it's, there's just Poor no guy. chance. There's no chance that that happens. He, I feel bad for the man, honestly. Yeah, he's going to get I kind of want to go give bit. him a hug. But it's, <laughs> it, it's going to be abysmal. And I kind of want to watch the game to see if they end up with negative total yards on offense. Because <laughs> it's very possible. Because if I were the Steelers, I'm like, I'm just going to put eight in the box. Yeah, and I mean, you got it. Cooper Rush beat me. Yep. So I also like a prop if there's Cooper Rush under 50% completion percentage. Love that. <laughs> but yeah, that that's a that's a lock. Put it in the bag. Put it in. It's in the vaults. But don't close it yet because we got one more. Got more vault. And it's the it's the Cardinals over the oh, Dolphins. Love this one. Now the Cardinals screwed me, or not the Cardinals. The Dolphins screwed me last week because their defense and special teams decided to play great against the Rams offense that I thought was pretty, you know, not great, but I didn't think they'd play as bad as they did. Yeah. And if the Rams played a little bit better than they did last week, they win. Tua had under 100 yards passing, and just it, it, nothing was impressive. Anyway, so why, why I love this bet, Cardinals negative four and a half. Cardinals have the ninth lowest opposing passer rating. Yeah. So – I don't see Tua doing much better than he did last week. Also, the thing I was thinking about last week is I heard this argument from from somewhere else um, that I was listening to, and it's like the Rams have to travel all the way across the U.S. to play the Dolphins. They might be tired. And I was like, oh, that won't, be, that's not, that won't affect them. And then I watched the game, and I'm like, what the heck is going on? So I threw that in my notes here. I mean, the Dolphins are traveling right back across the country to play Arizona. Yeah, who's coming off of Arizona's coming off a bye. Exactly, and they're coming off before that bye. They're coming off that win against Seattle, so I think they're feeling really good. Arizona also, Arizona is the number one team in total offense with 420 yards a game. Wow. Miami is 28th in total defense. I I don't think Miami will have the offensive firepower to keep up. No. I I see Arizona putting up at least 30. And I see the Dolphins scoring maybe 13, 17 max. Yeah. Like, this is another one of those games where if you wanted to bet it up, I wouldn't be against it. Like, if you made the, the Cardinals seven-point favorites, I probably would still take the Cardinals. This is another one of those games where you could bet up, but I wouldn't. I'd leave it at negative four and a half. 
If I were you, I would just parlay the locks. I'd do Pittsburgh 14. You can tease them down to 10, or I'd take the Cardinals at four and a half and parlay those, throw a couple. You can throw the bank on those. That's in the vault. We're closing it up. Those are absolute mortal locks. If they look, if they look, if those, either of those games don't go that way, I will be absolutely dumbfounded. Yeah. No, I, I love the Cardinals in that spot. I, again, Tua, Tua did not have an impact on that last game, and I just think he's still getting his feet wet, and I don't think he'll have much of an impact on this game. And, and Kyler's growing before our very eyes. He's he's getting better and better, so I think he just keeps growing, come off a bye, and and they take care of business there by pretty easily probably. I agree. I also, Honestly, if you – I didn't write this one down, but I'm, I'm just going to say because I was thinking about it. Anytime touchdown score, the Arizona defense – Oh, probably get some good odds on Look that. For a pick six, fumble recovery, something two is going to make a mistake, and the Arizona defense going to score a touchdown. It's a hot take, like yeah. I said last week. Don't do, a lot of, don't do a lot of touchdown scores, but I like that one. Arizona defense, you'll get pretty good odds on it. If you're throwing it, if you're throwing just a, you know a bet that you're not sure is going to hit, throw that one. I like that one a lot. Nice. I like those picks, so, man. I like that vault. Yeah, those are the vault. We're closing it up. Lock it in. Turn the handle. Keep it safe until next week. Make when you that can open it a up nice investment. Take your money. Out. Take the money out next week. We'll be happy. We'll we'll open it up for you. We'll hand it to you. Um. But so my... we got a lo- we got a lot of other games on the slate, don't we, Jeff? Yeah. Um. I got I got a bet of the week in the NFL myself, and I, I think you're I'll I think you're on this one as well. But uh, I got the Buccaneers minus. I think it's it might have moved, but I, I think I saw it at minus five and a half against the Saints on Sunday Night Football. Yeah, I got it at four and a half currently. I'll see if it yeah, updated. Yeah, even better. I'll take that. Yeah, I got four and a half. Beauty. Um, so, yeah, I, I really like the Bucks in this spot. Um, they had a kind of a sloppy game against the Giants last week, so I think I think they'll come back strong, kind of, a, kind of that bounce-back strategy I like to do. And as a Bears fan, I watched that Saints game last week against the Bears, and, you know, I, I've been thinking this all year. I've never been on the Saints this year. They just have no vertical passing game. Drew Brees is average yards through the air is the lowest in the league um it's really just stopping alvin Kamara and dump offs um that breeze likes to do and i i think um the bucks have the best linebacking duo in the league with levante david and and devin white so i think they can they could keep up with with Kamara and kind of slow him down and that that front seven can apply some pressure to breeze and make him make some mistakes and i so i got the bucks winning this game by by at least a touchdown and and getting a getting a revenge win because i know they they lost to him week one. Chuck, that's another that's another one that I have in my my Sunday parlay. I'm I'm teasing them down to two and a half just on the off chance that they only win by a field goal sure. here. But I love that. I love that bet as well. And I do think they they can win by double digits here. New Orleans gives up the fourth best passer rating to opposing quarterbacks at one hundred eight point four. Yeah. Tom Brady, when he played them the first time, his pass rating was a seventy eight point four. So if you take that yeah, out, yeah, he's dragging that number down. Their opposing pass rating should probably be plus 110. <laughs> like, they are getting exposed by quarterbacks. And they haven't really played, you know, many good ones. You know, Nick Foles, Teddy Bridgewater, so on. But, get granted, that first game was Tom Brady's first game as a buck. Yeah, I don't right? put too much and weight it, into that game. Yeah, I don't either. Because I, I watched that game. And you could tell that whole offense was just out of sync. They hadn't, you know, hadn't gelled yet. I'm watching the Bucks play now, and they are like a well-oiled machine, with the exception of the Giants game last week. So I'm thinking Bucks coming off a bad Giants game that they exactly. still won, yep. coming for revenge against the Saints. I love the Bucks in this game, 
And I think Tom Brady is going to have a fantastic game. I've got Brady, two props on Brady here. I like Brady over passing yards. Whatever they are, as long as it's like 260, 270, I think he's throwing up 280 or more. And I even like over touchdowns. If you can throw on that, if there's a, usually it's either one and a half or two and a half. I mean, definitely hit the over on one and a half touchdowns. Yeah. And even if it's two and a half, I'd throw over. If there's if yeah. it's like a plus 120. Mm-hmm. I think Brady's thrown for 300 yards, three TDs against the Saints defense. He's seen them for a second time. He's much more gel with his team. Um, Antonio Brown, I'm not sure how playing? that's going to play into it. Yeah, I believe he is. Okay. He's eligible to play. I'm wow. not sure if he's suiting up, but I'm pretty sure he is. Um, Chris Godwin's questionable. Yeah, that, that so, receiver core has been pretty banged up, but, but that doesn't yeah, seem but, to affect them I mean, too much. Scotty Miller, Scotty Miller, my, my little Good guy. Player. Yeah. He's, been, he's been balling. I think I think if Chris Godwin plays and Antonio Brown suits up as well, oh, definitely dangerous. over two and a half touchdowns. Yeah. Definitely. If both of them or one of them is out, I'd just go over one and a half, and I think the books will show that. I think that'll be a bet. So I would throw on that. Um and the other thing that I saw as I was reading up on this game is, is Breeze is playing with a little bit of a shoulder injury. Mm, from last week? Um, yeah, he's playing with a little shoulder injury. He played through it on practice, but he's not going to be launching the deep ball. You know, He's going to be mainly doing checkdowns. And if the Bucks are loading up the front and making him throw deep, I think his shoulder is going to act up, and it might affect those deep throws leading to a couple turnovers. Michael Thomas still might not be back. I don't know what he's doing. but I think I saw he's, he's playing. He's, he is? I think okay, he's, I, saw he's he, I saw he was questionable, yeah, but I, I, I still don't think it's going to make that much of a difference. Um, yeah, I like the Bucks. I'm taking by four and a half. I'm taking them by two and a half with a little teaser. Um, but yeah, love that. Love that bet. Yeah. What else do you like? Whew. Well, I'll tell you what games I'm just not going to touch unless you have something. I'm not touching the Giants-Redskins. I'm skipping gross. right over that game. Yep. I don't want to touch it. That's just no, gross. Thank you. Yeah, that's a big no. Um and I don't really want to touch the Falcons Broncos just because Atlanta has mm-hmm. been playing better these past few games. Yeah, but I, I could don't see Atlanta winning. I don't want to be suckered into it where it's like, oh, they've been playing better and then they lose to the Broncos, which I could easily see happening. And I yeah. don't want to be suckered into that. And I also don't want to bet on the Broncos and then be like, oh, because Atlanta's been playing better. So I, I see that as a lose lose. So I'm not going to touch that unless you want to go over it. Yeah, I'm probably not going to touch it either. I would lean if you're if you're really feeling fruity. I would lean Falcons just with the Broncos coming off that that close win against the Chargers. I think there's a little just kind of step back territory there. Yeah, we'll see. It could be one of those games where we either watch way. it's like the Falcons beat them by twenty, but I'm like honestly, I can skip it and I Too won't feel bad. I don't. Really- I don't like the line in minus four, so I'm skipping it. But the first game I'm going to talk about, outside of the, the locks and our best bets, is the, the Bills and the Seahawks. Oh, I love this one. we got the Hawks traveling to Buffalo. Long flight, again, west to east coast. Okay, wait, hold that thought. Seahawks did that, played early games on the east coast, and were 5-0 and last year. It makes no oh, sense, but they just... They just can do it. No other teams teams kind of struggle that with that. That's a good that's a good thought. But but the Seahawks they they find a way to get it done on those East Coast road trips. Well, then I'm just not going to bring up that point because that's that's <laughs> a good point. They're five and nine. I had that in my notes. I was ready to go. Um, but yeah, I, I don't have necessarily a pick for this game, but I do have a couple of props for this game. Josh Allen over 300 passing yards. Love that. Yeah, Seahawks defense is. Seattle's defense is terrible. He's going to have to throw the ball because their rush defense isn't actually that bad. But no team throws – or Seattle – I don't want to word this. 
Other, opposing teams run the fewest amount of snaps running the ball against Seattle. Most teams pass. Yeah, well, and the, and the Bills don't have a have a running game really at all. They really don't. So Josh Allen, I think, is going to be throwing this ball 35 times. Yeah. And against the struggling Seattle secondary, I don't think that's that's going to slow him down. I see him throwing over 300 yards, so I take the over. Okay. Take the over on his passing yards. Um, I kind of see this game as a bit of a shootout, honestly. Yeah, um, I agree. The over, the, the over's a 55. I'd tease it down to 50. It's a lot. Yeah. And I'd roll with that. Um, you showed me this stat earlier, but the, the Bills are fifth in pass rush win rate. And what that is is when you got this D tackle matched up with the guard, it's which guy wins it, wins that battle, and gets off the block or blocks them you know, most of the time. And the Bills are fifth in the pass rush doing that as a, as a team. So that, that contributes to my Russell Wilson looking to scramble. So if you're looking to an, for another prop in that game, I'd take Russell Wilson over rushing. Um, and then yeah. the other thing that I was I was hearing, if you're looking for a receiver prop in that game, Tyler Lockett, because the Bills secondary um, in the slot position is not as good as in the outside. So that's why I'd take Lockett over Metcalf. Um, but those are kind of not less confident props. My, my main props that I'm throwing on here are Josh Allen over passing yards. Um, and tease it, tease the over down to fifty um, to secure it. Yeah, I like that that Tyler Lockett because he kind of had a down week last week. So I think Russell Wilson might try to get him the ball a little bit more, get him more involved as a as a team. Um, but I was I was about to get to this one. I I love the Seahawks this week. Um, you can pretty much count on me at this point though, betting the Seahawks every week. That's how big of a Russell Wilson guy I am. He's 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 my MVP of the league. I think he'll he'll win MVP. He, so. He's so good this year. He's been lighting it up. Everywhere. I mean, he's 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 good every year, and he's finally just getting the cred he deserves because the team around him isn't as good, on, especially in defense. Um, and like like we said earlier, they're they're weirdly good at playing games early on the on the East Coast. They're making that trip. They're they're adjusting to the time zone, and they're they're getting the job done. So. Uh, I'm looking at the Seahawks to to win this game against the Bills team that kind of looked out of sorts in the last couple of weeks. I know they looked really great in the beginning of the year, but they, like I said, they don't have a running game, and their and their defense is a little will rest a little bit um, after that Titans game where they gave up like 42 to the Titans. Yeah, I I think this is the week though where the Bills offense gets back on track because you're facing a terrible That's defense, true. and you know you want to get the Patriots who whose defense is is respectable. And how did they play the week before that? They played someone, or they played the Jets, so that's not good. But ever since that Titans game, they've been out of sorts. You're right. They've scored 16 points, 17 points, 10 points, and then um, 24 last week against the Patriots. And honestly, should have lost that game. Yep. Um, but I, I do like Josh Allen to get back on track here. The Bills in November have an incredible record. I can't remember oh, off okay. the top of my head, but they, they seem to just win in November, Interesting. especially up in Buffalo. So, not saying that they're going to win this game, but I wouldn't be surprised. Um, that's why I'm leaning more to a shootout and just Josh Allen on the passing yards. Yeah, interesting. So that, that should be a good game, actually. That's, a, that's oh, I'm that's yeah, a I'm very excited to watch that yeah. game. I'll be getting I'll be getting off the plane in, in Philly right when that game um, kicks off. There you go. Landed about one twenty, so I'll be a little a couple minutes late. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully Josh Allen already has a touchdown and seventy yards passing that time. Land. <laughs> but. Um, Next game I want to look at is the well, Titans-Bears. I like this one, too. Uh, Titans, six and a half. The over-under is 46. Now, I was all over the Titans-Bengals game last week. I saw that upset. I called it. It was a big upset, was and well I was loving it. I, my boy Joe Burrow throwing it through the air. 
I do not like an upset this week, and that is because the Bills cannot throw the ball, or the Bears the cannot Bears. throw the ball. Yeah. The difference between the Bears and the Bengals is that the Bears cannot throw the ball. And I do not think that Nick Foles will be able to be able to take advantage of a bad Titans pass secondary. Yep. So I, I see the Titans coming back with a little bit of a bounce back game here. Um, Chicago's 16th in stopping the run. So they're not, you know, they're not at the top and they're not at the bottom. They're just kind of in the middle. And they're going against the top tier running back Derrick Henry. I like Derrick Henry again over in rushing yards and a touchdown for yeah, the props it, of this game. Um, I see Tennessee kind of being slow and methodical, having long drives here in this game, not doing anything fancy because they don't have to, which is why I'm not going to take the whole six and a half just in case it's kind of a low-scoring game. But I'm going to take Tennessee on a two-and-a-half-point teaser because I think they'll win by you know more than a field goal in this game. I don't think the Bears will be able to put up enough points, yeah. even with the struggling Tennessee Titans defense. Yeah, I'm I'm 100% with you there. I think the Titans will, will win. They're just they're too good to lose three in a row. They they've lost two in a row here, so this is a great spot for for a bounce back, kind of getting back on track. And and like you said, our our my boy Big Dick Nick, um, just just can't take the top off a of defense, not not consistently at least. Um, and this is this is the team that that you can take their top off if you if you can if you can hurl it, but but I just don't think Foles can do it. Um, yeah, I, I don't. I don't, I don't think so either. I, don't, I just don't. See, I don't see the Bears throwing the ball downfield. They don't have an explosive offense. I mean, the one prop that I could see that you could throw on the Bears side is Allen Robinson over on receiving yards. Yeah, maybe. Um, just because you know the weak secondary, but I don't think that that's even going to be enough to cover this game for them. Yeah, I wouldn't. So. I wouldn't even even mess with any any Bears players honestly in this game. Yeah, that's in my my parlay. I got Tennessee two and a half. Um, that's what I'd recommend to the listeners. Um, anything else on that game? Do you, do you like the under? I mean, forty six. I know that's kind of low, but I it's know. a little. Low. I like the I'm, under I'm in pretty much any Bears just game. Because I'm I'm against it just because Tennessee has the ability to put up a lot of points. Yeah, like they have an explosive. Like they beat the Bills forty two to sixteen. They have an explosive offense. They beat the Texans forty two to thirty six. Mm. Um, you know, they've, the only low-scoring game that they've put up was against the Broncos week one and the Bengals last week, and they only put up 20. Um, but everything else, 24 was their lowest. And I, ju- I just see them putting up a lot of points, and I see the Bears putting up maybe 17 tops. I just don't see them scoring. Yep, for sure. So that's 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 why I'm hesitant to take the over there or the under there just because I know Tennessee is capable. And, I mean, on paper, they have one of the, the best offenses, I think. Yes, yeah, so for sure. We'll 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 see, but yeah, I'm sticking I'm sticking with the Titans in that game and yeah, uh, Derrick Henry on the props. Yeah, I think you can lock that um, one up. Yeah, moving on to a little Ravens Colts mm, action. Interesting game. Interesting yeah, game. the line has moved. It started at the Colts by for two minus two and a half. It is now the Colts plus one and a half as home underdogs against the Ravens over under at forty eight. Chuck, what what are you thinking about this game? Man, I I don't know, to be honest. Um, the the Colts defense is pretty good. I think they can give Lamar similar problems that the Steelers gave him last week. But then again, I just think this is a one of those perfect bounce back spots for for the Ravens against. You know, I I I just still don't trust Philip Rivers. If they had a if they if the Colts had a quarterback that was a little less turnover prone, um, I would feel pretty good about this one. But I just think the Ravens defense. Is is actually pretty good and a little overlooked. Um, they gave 
the Steelers some problems, at least early in that game. Um, so I'd lean Ravens here. Um, I always like Phillip Rivers to throw an interception. I think I said that last week. You did, you did. And then, you know. He, he did not throw an interception last week. I think I think Lamar's going to have a have a nice game, too. Shingles can be what? Chuck, I, I disagree with you on this game. I disagree. And okay. I'll tell you why I disagree. I think Philip Rivers is finally figuring it out. Okay. His his past two games, twenty again, it's against the Bengals, so I mean take it as you will. Twenty nine for forty four, three hundred and seventy one yards, three touchdowns, one three touchdowns, one pick. Against the Lions last week, twenty two for thirty three, two hundred and sixty two yards, three touchdowns, zero picks. He's been playing significantly better since that Browns game. Yeah. And I have I've got a prop this week that it's a little wild of a prop, but I, I think it's gonna hit. I think this is gonna be one of those games where I see it exactly how it happens. I like Rivers over on his passing yards wow. this week. Yes. And I'll tell you why. Baltimore is twenty first in opponent completion totals on defense. So they're twenty first in, in most completions by the opposing quarterback. So Phil Rivers will throw the ball a lot this game, partially because I don't even know if Jonathan Taylor is running the ball. I don't know what their deal is in the backfield. Mm-hmm. Um, so I see Phil Rivers kind of throwing the ball and playing Lamar Jackson eye for eye in this game. Um, I don't think they will win. Um, what I think is going to happen is I think it's going to come down to the final possession. And I think you're going to have Phil Rivers at their own 20-yard line with about two minutes left. 150, 145, and they have to go down the field and score to win. Now, can that happen? Yes. (laughs) Do I think it's going to happen? Probably Mm, not. Yeah. But that's also why I'm going over on his passing yards. I think he's going to have to throw the ball. I think they're going to be behind, like, by a little bit, you know, like three points most of the game. Um, They haven't been, they haven't started off great. They kind of heat up in the second half. So I think they'll be playing from behind. Um, So in this game, I, I like the Colts teasing him to plus four and a half to about plus seven and a half anywhere within there. I think it's going to be, because I think it's going to be a one, one possession game. game. I, don't, yeah. I don't see the Ravens blowing them out. Um, I actually just checked the line. Now it's, now it's even, it's a pick them. Wow. Um, so this line is going all over the place. Like yeah. people are throwing money on both sides. Um, so this, this is kind of a tough one to predict, but I, I do like the Ravens. I mean, I am a Colts fan and I, for whatever reason, I feel like they're like the Ravens. They can't win big games. Yeah, neither of these teams can win big games. So at this point, I'm going to go with the quarterback who I think needs to prove more this game, and I think that's Lamar. Um, the pro- the other thing is Lamar is going against a top defense against the run, or this is the top team against the run. Um, so they, I don't think they will be running the ball that much. I don't think J.K. Dobbins will get a lot of carries. I think Lamar will be getting most of the carries. Um, off the option or just scrambling out of the pocket. And for that reason, I like Lamar over rushing yards yeah, in this game. I like that too. Because the Colts are going to force him to pass. And I think on a lot of these times, he's going to scramble. He's just not going to want to pass the ball downfield and just run. Yeah. Uh, so this game, if I had to pick a winner, I'm picking the Ravens. But personally, I'm going to tease the Colts to plus four and a half. Uh, it's about plus seven and a half. I'm probably going to end up throwing it about plus, plus seven and a half just in case, you know. Like I said, they were down by seven and had to go score a touchdown, yeah. and they don't get it. So we'll see. Um, I might take that one just out of my parlay just because I'm a Colts fan and I don't want to you know, 
blame them if I lose. I did that last week. I ended up not throwing it on the Colts-Lions game, which, I mean, the Colts won, but it wouldn't have mattered because the Packers blow. But, so, yeah, that's that's what I think of that game. It's going to be a good game. I'm excited to watch yeah, it. Yeah, good game. Yeah. Um, so then we got the, the Chiefs-Panthers game, Chuck. It's another one. Mm. Um, I don't have too much to say on this I one. I forgot this game was even happening. Yeah, I think it's one of those that's just going to fall under everybody's radar. Um, but I think it's I think it could be a, just a good game to you know buffer your parlay. I like the Chiefs winning this game. Obviously, no shocker there. Um, but the other the other thing that you could throw on there um, is Tyreek Hill for a touchdown and Travis Kelsey for a touchdown. Um, I think Mahomes will have three okay. uh, or four touchdown passes against this defense um, after a tough. I think they're trending downward. Um, I know McCaffrey's coming back, but I still don't think it's going to be nearly enough to keep this game competitive. Um, I like teasing this game down to about, you know, just two, two and a half. Um, not doing too much, not expecting too much. Just a little bit of a buffer on your parlays. Um, so, yeah, I don't – I mean, the Panthers, they looked right. I bet them on Thursday Night Football last week, and they, they destroyed me. So I'm kind of taking a break from them. Um, so here I just like the Chiefs. I mean, Panthers coming off that loss to the Falcons – I just don't think they're they're going to do much in this game at all. So I would definitely definitely like the Chiefs here, without a doubt. No shocker there. And then Tyreek Hill and um, Travis Kelsey for touchdowns. Uh, moving on quickly, Chuck, did you have anything on that game or not so much? Yeah, I was, I was just looking. I mean, they both Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey both have three touchdowns in the last three games. So, I mean, playing some good odds there. Yeah, I I don't think that's going to slow down um, yeah. at any point. I think it's going to keep going. No doubt. So – Next game, next game is Houston versus the Jags. Oh God! Uh, Houston favored by seven. This game, I don't even know who's starting at quarterback for Jacksonville. I know it's not Minshew. It's not pretty Minshew. sure. It's, I don't think so. I think they're starting somebody else instead. Um, and even against a garbage Texans defense, I, I think they're going to struggle. Um, the Jags have just been terrible. The Jags on defense give up an average of twenty-four completions a game and 281 yards passing. So, judging by that stat, I think you already know what my player prop is. It's Watson over passing yards. Deshaun Watson is going to torch them through the air. He threw for over 300 yards last time they played. Texans beat him by double digits last time. Um, I personally like the Texans. Um, You can either throw a money line just as a a parlay buffer, or I'm going to throw them two and a half, minus two and a half. Um, You can also just bet them on the points if you're going to throw an individual bet. Um, I think that this game is not going to be close. Houston's going to run up the score. The Jags are throwing in a new quarterback at under center. They're not going to be firing at all. Yeah. Um, the other, I also like one more player prop from this game is Brandon Cooks over receiving yards. He's been targeted in the last three games twelve times, nine times, and nine times, and he had over a hundred yards against the Jags last time they played. Yeah. So I, I like Brandon Cooks there for the over as well. Um, rookie Jake. Lutton, Luton is starting. Yeah, he went to Oregon State. Yep, sure did. Yeah, he's not good. Like, <laughs> as yeah, a that, Colorado fan, that it's only minus there. seven is actually kind of surprising with considering. I know. So I, I honestly think that could be a yeah. Honestly, could be a best bet again. Yeah, not um, a bad. I, I just don't think this game will be close. I do not see Jake Luton or Luton or Spooton or whatever his last name is. <laughs> Jakey. Keeping up with Deshaun Watson. I just can't see it. And I know the Texas defense isn't good, but it's not that bad. Yeah. Where Jake 
Luton. I mean, who knows? Maybe Jake Luton throws her 400 yards, but I strongly doubt. <laughs> yeah. So, I I like the Texans there. You can you can tease them up to set. You can keep them at seven. You can tease them down. Um, definitely do not tease the Jags anywhere. Don't even go to messing with betting on the Jags in this game. Yeah. Um, Houston over. You got it. That game. That game is kind of going to be a blowout. Uh, but yeah, Watson and Cooks over. Uh, next game we got. This this is gonna be another good game out west. Little Raiders Chargers. Ooh yeah, that's good. I was I was thinking about this game for a while. I was struggling. Both teams are they're almost identical on the stat sheet. Yeah. They're seventeenth and eighteenth in opposing passer rating. So I'm like, okay, well, there's no advantage there. The Chargers are in second in yards per game. The Chargers are twelfth in D line win rate, and the Raiders are twenty eighth. So that was the one thing where I'm like. Okay, the Raiders aren't going to get you know that much pressure on um, Herbert. Chargers can get a little bit more on Derek Carr, um, but need like this this game was tough for me to think about, and I, I really didn't pick a winner until the very end. And the only reason why I picked this is because they've blown three or four sixteen point leads in a yep. row, and I, I think the Raiders Raiders are going to win this game. Um, I do like Herbert, and I do think the Chargers have very explosive offense. But I just think in the end, something's going to happen. I think they're like the new Falcons. And I think something's going to happen where the Raiders win. Now, I'm not throwing money on the Raiders win. I'm going to throw money money on the over instead. Mm, yeah, I love, love the over in this game. 51 and a half. I see both these teams going, scoring 30 or close to it. Um, neither team can stop the, the pass. Both quarterbacks are going to have a big game. Props for this game. Herbert over passing yards. And Keenan Allen over receptions and on yards. Keenan Allen has been targeted 25 times in the past two games. Yeah, he and Herbert have some good cam going. They start like they started. I think Herbert's second game, they only had I think three targets. Since then, it has increased exponentially. And 25 yeah. targets in the past two games, like he's not going to suddenly not throw to Keenan Allen. Yeah. And it's not like the Raiders are going to lock him up. No, they don't have anybody in the secondary to really shut him down. Yeah, so I really like Keenan Allen over receptions and over on yards. I just parlay those two from the game, um, honestly. And then if you wanted to throw a third, throw Herbert's over on passing yards. But I, my favorite bet in that game is Keenan Allen, receptions and yards, and I do like the over. Yeah, I definitely like the over. I know we, we talked about that last week. The Chargers are scoring a lot of points right now. Uh, I think that... Yeah, that definitely hit in the in the Denver game last week too. So kind of keep that going. Yeah. No, well, that's then. There's, there's another game that's Detroit Minnesota, but the line wasn't out for that game um, yet, and it was being changed. And that game, I honestly don't really care about. Yeah, well, um, um, Stafford doesn't got placed on like COVID, so I think I wouldn't. Yeah, that game. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a weird one. Don't really want to mess with it, so kind of just skipping that one, just like the Giants and the Redskins. Uh, but I think that's – and then we, then we got a little Monday night football. Ugh, gross. Talk, talk about this one briefly. Um, Patriots, Jets. I think if the Jets are to win one game – I mentioned in the last podcast that I, I have some money on the Jets going 0-16. I think if the Jets are to win one game, it's actually this game or against the Browns. Um, but I don't see it happening. Uh, I just see – I mean, I know the Patriots aren't playing well, but I know I talked about it earlier in the last podcast that I don't think they're as bad as people are saying that they are. Um, they've had a couple of close losses that could have really gone either way. Um, and I, I don't want to give the Patriots seven points because part of me feels like this could be a close game. Um, but the one thing that I do like in this, and I said it last week and it happened, is Cam Newton, uh, anytime touchdown score. 
Um, he yeah. scored last week on the ground, and he's probably going to score again this week um, because no one on the Patriots is really going to score, I think, other than him. Yeah, I mean, um, he's a great guy to so, go to on the red zone. So. Yeah, that, that's really all I have on that, that game. It's kind of a, I don't like that Monday Night Football matchup, really. It's kind of a dud. No, ESPN kind of screwed us over on that one. They sure did. They put they put the uh, and they the never Thursday flex night. those games. They should have flipped Monday and Thursday night. Yeah, they always flex those yeah. games, so just didn't work out. Yeah. But uh, now uh, that's all the games now. So now we'll get into uh, our parlays. What we're personally going to probably throw on. Um, here's my my Sunday right now. Um, I might just it's all alternate lines. Um, feel free to free to do this as well. Uh, I've got Houston at four uh, four and a half. I had him at two and a half, but then I've kind of been breaking up more and more, especially when I found out that our boy Jake Luton <laughs> is on uh, on the Jags, starting for the Jags. Hey, I got the Chiefs. At, I got the Chiefs at minus two and a half. You know, just in, in case something weird happens, gives me gives me a little buffer because I don't think the Chiefs are gonna um, lose this game. So I'm pretty confident they'll win by more than a field goal. Um, Cardinals straight up at minus four and a half. The Colts plus eight and a half. Um, just give them a little buffer room there. Uh, Bucks two and a half, and the Steelers at ten and a half. So all of those we got a little little six game Sunday parlay there. Um, prop parlay I'm gonna pair uh, Keenan Allen's receiving yards and Herbert's passing yards, as well as Watson's passing yards together. Those are gonna be my okay. three player props that I'll play in one. And then my other prop that I'm gonna do is I'm gonna do Derrick Henry with a TV or with a TD, Lamar over in rushing yards, and Josh Allen over in passing yards. So those are, those are what I'm going to be throwing this weekend. Um, college football-wise, we're going to be throwing money on Cincinnati, just straight up. Um, and they'll be throwing on Liberty um, to cover, and um, the Yaker Bomb, little Arizona State there to you cover. Go. Love it. So that's that's what we're looking at this weekend. A lot of, lot of money flying around, which we love to see. It's going to be going every which way. You know, don't close your eyes; you'll miss it. Chuck, what are we? What are you looking at this week? Yeah, so I, like I said, I'm real heavy on the college football this week. I'm going to play around my, you know, like I said, my bet of the week is Clemson minus four and a half. So I'm going to, I'm going to combo that with some some money line favorites just to get a little bit better odds. Um, I'll probably go on the Bearcat bandwagon, UNC. Um, maybe even Boston College against Syracuse. I know we didn't talk about that one, but I feel like that's pretty much a lock. So just just parlaying Clemson with a couple money line favorites to get some better odds, and then of course my my Jaeger bomb and my mini bomb. I might parlay those uh, Arizona State and West Virginia, um, both both plus the points. And uh, yeah, and then you know I got some riskier ones. I might I might make a big parlay with with some of my riskier bets like like Arkansas, Georgia, Michigan, and A and M. I like that. Throw 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 some money on there. You can only you can only win, Chuck. It's a, it's an investment. Right, Remember, you're not you're not gambling here. We're investing. Low risk, high reward. Low risk, high reward. That's the name of the game. It's all about diversifying yourself into those two, three, you know, leg bets. You don't want to throw it all in like one tag, ten leg bet. That's the other thing yeah. that we're endorsing here. We're endorsing those two or three leg bets where you get plus like one fifty to plus two fifty odds. Yeah, those are what you want. Yeah, you, know, you throw a lot. Of, you throw decent money on those instead of throwing you know a little bit here, a little bit there on these eight leggers, because those those two fifty you know 
150 to 250, you're finding those gaps where Vegas kind of you can think they messed up a little bit, and there's holes for that. Yeah. You can throw a lot more money on those. So that's that's what we're all about here at Hop the Props. And that's what I've, I've been messing because I've been throwing those like seven seven leg parlays, and and just one doesn't hit, and I get I guess. Yeah, weird. you can. I I mean I do love a good seven leg parlay because it yeah. does hit every I mean, once in a again, while, especially in the NFL reward. when you can do alternate lines. Yeah. But when you're you know when you're throwing on Thursday nights, Friday nights, even college football, one or two throw more money on it. I know in theory you're like, oh, I'm, I'm risking less, but I'm only putting, you know, a little bit on it, and I can win out even more. But it's like, again, that's that's where they get you. That's where Vegas sucks you in, and they win. House always wins. We're trying to find ways where we either tie the house or beat the house. So. Yeah. To wrap it up, NFL, um, I know I said my, my bet of the week, Buccaneers minus four and a half, Cardinals minus four and a half, and then I may throw, I might throw all these together, Seahawks money line and Titans money line. Feeling pretty Love good. Love that too. Feeling pretty Love good. That too. Well, this this will be another good week for Hop the Props. Uh, we're excited to see, uh, see how it goes. Good weekend. How we how we do? We hope you guys throw some uh, throw some money on these. Pretty confident. We did pretty well last week, especially if you take away Thursday. We did pretty good. Um, we're feeling good about this week. Uh, if you want to keep updated with Hop the Props, you can follow us on Instagram at hop the underscore props, all lowercase. Um, it's our logo that's on Spotify. Uh, follow us. You can reach out if you have any questions. Um, but I think that's about it. Yeah, we'll, be, we we'll be sure to throw those those bets on 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 the Instagram feed so people can uh, can keep track live, keep track of the odds, and, and see what they like to throw. Yeah, and af- afterwards we'll definitely show. Like after the weekend, we'll be posting um, the results of like pretty much all of the bets um, if they hit or not. Um, so you can kind of check out which ones, and if you see a trend, you can. Be like, oh, you know, they keep betting this and it doesn't hit, or you know, these these are these are betting. They keep betting the Cincinnati bandwagon. They keep winning. Bearcat bandwagon. So, um, but yeah, we uh, we appreciate the listens and uh, hope we're uh, we're giving you some good uh, sports investing advice here. Yeah. At Hop the Prouds. Hopper Nation, thanks for tuning in and have a great weekend. Hopper Nation. <laughs> hey, have a Jaeger bomb on us, by the way. Yeah. All right, yeah. All right, we'll see you guys next week. Oh, we're also going to be moving to Tuesday so we can get some action going because we missed it this week, yeah. and we love the action. It's all so, about action. So keep an eye out for podcasts coming out Wednesday morning and Friday nights. That's going to be our, our new schedule. Love it, baby. Hop the props. Prop Nation. Big crop, guys. <laughs>